talk sport. Anthony Tashera is my guest. He's eyewitness sport reporter. Anthony, good evening to you, man. Are you well? Good evening, Aubrey. I am exceptionally well this evening. And yourself? You should be, man. We, uh, amongst all of the difficulties that we had with our national soccer team, uh, we managed to come third in a... Some people have had issues with my wording when I said in a convincing um, victory against... uh, 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 kind of who did we have the I kept on saying convincing some people said no you, you mustn't say convincing because it wasn't convincing but um, <laughs> but, 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 but I'm convinced by what I believe is an authentic attempt at wanting to win by Bafana Bafana and that for now is enough to make me celebrate I know we didn't win I know that we, we've been accused in the past of, of of uh, of celebrating mediocrity, but I'm really so proud of Bafana Bafana. I'm deeply, deeply proud of them because I think that this, for the first time in a long time, was evidence of a team that wanted to win, that played with heart, that played with commitment, and for that reason, I'm I'm really, really proud of Bafana Bafana. Anthony, yeah, no, I I agree with you. I think it's. From a team that didn't qualify for the last AFCON, to go out there and stand amongst the African giants and not only stand amongst them, but be able to fight tooth and nail and make it to third, that's exceptional. You see the the sort of events that they had to go through in terms of getting out that group that involved Mali, that involved Tunisia, then getting Morocco in the round of 16, and then having to come up against the Democratic Republic of Congo, who weren't great in, up until their third-place playoffs, but they're a side that are hard to beat. And so there's a lot of things to be positive, Aubrey. Um, the first time in 24 years that we've managed to finish in the top three, that we basically stayed there until virtually the end of the tournament. It is. It's exceptional. Um, there are a few concerns. I wouldn't say convincing, though, Aubrey. I'm yep. going to agree with you. <laughs> I know. I've, um, I've been told by people quite categorically to say, listen, uh, these weren't convincing wins in the first principles of the game. Um, no. And my word of the word convincing was really um, inspired by the general political social context in which we were playing to say that there are certain rules and we didn't, we didn't, have any complaints about breaking of rules um yes we won on on penalties in the in both of the last two games uh and for me because there were no rules broken because we didn't have somebody saying yeah but you cheated or whatever the case may be uh, i think all parties were convinced of south africa's win in those those two games but were they convincing in the sense that the score was 2-0 or 3-0. No, they weren't convincing in that sense. Mm-hmm. But uh, So I agree with you in that sense, Anthony. Uh, go ahead. Uh, let, let me know what your thoughts are. Yeah, I mean, it is... Um, look, great side, defensive. Uh, my big worry is that team, and I see the way that we played, and it looked like a lot of Jose Mourinho's teams towards the end of his stays at clubs. A lot of defensive effort, a lot of defensive work, and then you get to the front and it doesn't really gel. Uh, there has to be something that has to shift in the way that we play. Um, a, a little worrying that we only managed to pick up two wins inside of 90 minutes. Everything else came either, you know, via penalties yeah. or it was a draw. Uh, that, that is a worry. 
you look at it tactically, the way that we set up, and I was surprised a lot more teams didn't try and attack that, is that our three central defenders at the back, they stayed. They basically didn't move at all. But we left so much space between the wing backs and the defenders. Usually what happens is back three, the ball isn't on. That defender, the wing back, will drop back. We didn't do that. So the fact that those three at the back were superb is amazing, but it is it does raise questions over tactically if we're going to take the next step, if we're going to look at 18 months when we go, hopefully, back to AFCON in uh, June 2025. Those are things that need to change. We well, need to have a certain way of, of playing yeah. and being able to deal with that defensively. Well, one of the things you said to me in the last conversation we had was... And that's when we were quite buoyed. We were quite uh, excited and so forth. Was that because of the amount of playtime the players have had together, particularly because many of them come from sundown, so they play together. Uh, They get to know each other. They get to understand each other. There's uh, certain levels of intuitive play, I suppose, that comes from being so proximal and uh, and so, so long playing with each other. Are you saying to me that that was both a blessing and a curse in a way? A hundred percent. I think the reality is, is that we weren't great <laughs> throughout this tournament, but we were great enough to make it where we yeah. got. Yeah. Um, it, does, it does really pose questions because they, there were a lot of Sundowns players and there's a specific identity for Sundowns. We don't necessarily, we're not able to play that sort of play. We don't have necessarily the skill set to go and dominate teams the way that Sundowns does, both in the CAF Champions League and in the TV Prem. And so a lot of the time we had the ball in possession and you could almost see the way that the players wanted to build up, but we just didn't have that cutting edge. You know, the, the, the opponents weren't a little side that is just going to be brushed away by the fact that Mamelodi Sundowns or Bafana Bafana are around. They were willing to go toe to toe, and so that 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 really has something that needs to be changed. You're also now looking at, I, I mean, the two players that made it into the team of the the tournament from Bafana, Tuboho Mokwena and Ronan Williams. You have to imagine that sides outside of Africa are looking at them. I know that Mokwena, for example, there's been a lot of discussion, and the fact that he still has two years on his contract because there's discussion of him being linked to moves to England or to France or Belgium, and so. You have to imagine that given the fact that Bafana performed so well defensively, a lot of those players are going to be looked at and and then move away. And then what happens when you don't have that proximity? When you aren't playing week in and week out, Mm. are we still going to be able to keep the same sort of dynamic? So you're saying to me the excitement, the magnanimity and the the love we're showing Bafana Bafana is good, but it needs to be limited uh, in order for us to get our field of play game to the standard yeah. where it is uh, predictably uh, and consistently of the kind of quality that can win tournaments. Yeah, I, I think that that's the reality. Um, and I think we don't want to lose what we have defensively, but we do have to look at the fact that throughout the whole tournament, we did only score seven goals. And so if you want to be a team that's going to go and win a a championship, if you want to be a team that's not just going to be looked at, oh, they grind out results, but they convincingly win, there has to be something different. And 
I don't know if it's the fact that maybe Lyle Foster wasn't around due to his own personal issues. Uh, if that's not something that we had been building towards, that's something that Coach Hobus had seen as that in between midfield and your forwards. Because at times, Percy Tau did look like he was you know, not handling the pressure as well as he should. Yeah. Um, at times, that first touch just looked a little out of step. And so maybe that's what Maybe that's what Coach Hobus had in mind was Lyle Foster, and, and maybe that's what changed it. But attacking-wise, I think we need to have a little bit more. Sobering conversation I'm having here with Anthony Texera to say that... Uh, Texera, Texera. I'm sorry, Anthony. Uh, I heard it both ways. I'm cool with it. <laughs> my apologies, my brother. My apologies. Uh, saying that, yeah, sure, we, 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 we did enough to inspire a nation. We did enough to inspire uh, a team. We did enough to inspire all of us to the idea that we could perhaps be a real contender for victory in... Um, in tournaments such as the AFCON, but we do need to do a lot more technically, uh, tactically, uh, on mm. the field of play. That, uh, yeah, all of the, the other lovely marketing stuff is great, but at the end of the day, the game is played on the field of play, and there, there is a lot to, uh, to improve. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, whether you agree with this and what is it that you believe could be improved uh, on the field of play, outside of the politics, outside of the propaganda, outside of the PR, outside of all of those nice, warm, fuzzy stuff, on the field of play. Anthony is suggesting that there is a lot to be done by way of improvement. How far, though, do you think we still need to go to get to that place where we can say we are... Winners, we can start actually winning AFCON. Maybe even have the 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 guts to even talk about a World Cup one day. Yeah, I don't actually think we're far. Like, I don't, I don't want to make everybody feel like, oh, this is terrible. We only finished third. This is a side that many people had said be lucky if they make past the round of sixteen. Yeah. Um. And so this is a success. This is a great success. We just we need to build on it. This is not a time where we go, oh, that was third, that's great, everything's cool. We need to build on it. And I think, you know, Morocco next year, June for AFCON 2025, there's a few things that we need to do. Um, I, I think in terms of the pattern of play, you always talk about you want to get into a routine of if this is what's happening, if we're defensively being pegged down, this is our outlet ball. And, and so... Many times that meant that when we were under a lot of pressure, and that happened a lot of times, Aubrey, uh, it did mean that our striker was isolated, you know. And as good as Evidence Makhopa is, he can't be doing it by himself. Yeah. He can't be holding up the ball for the 90s. It's about trying to get that sort of aid. If you are going to be playing with like um, a three just behind the striker. Who's the second striker? Who's the person that must be there trying to get the balls? Because I think midfield, Mokwen and Sitole were exceptional. Defensively, this Bofano side was even better than I thought we were going to be defensively. Mm. It's just that it's that little, that little bit of madness, yeah? that little spark yeah, up front. That's all we need. And then that's the difference between finishing third and coming home with the trophy. A lot of people suggesting that Pesita was a little bit too timid, a little too coy, 
uh, just in terms of aggression, uh, just in terms of his known capacity for for being a little more aggressive, a little more, um, I think maybe leading uh, the team, that he focused too much on being a team player and that he could have perhaps uh, uh, taken more chances at being the star player that he actually is. Your thoughts on that? Look, I think it's really tough when you set up in the way that he that it sets up, and I know that he that he did he was he he won the um, Inter Club Player of the Year last year for 2023 because he's exceptional at Al But the sort of system that we play, it means that the ball has to go through Timbazwane. So as much as, as as Percy Tao has all of the the skill and acumen to do that, it's not necessarily the way that Bafana plays. And he did play the team effort. His 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 um, defensive and off the ball work rate was exceptional. And I think maybe it's the fact that he wasn't the star, that he yeah. wasn't the focal point. Maybe that's why made, he was a little rusty, especially in that semi final. I get the sense, sense, Anthony, as we close that that you're saying that South Africa played well. Uh, uh-huh. In the greater scheme of things, South Africa did well given uh, the low base of victory that we came from, uh, that in that sense we did exceptionally well. But you're saying that we shouldn't lose sight of the reality of the fact that we play football on the, on the field of play and that there are certain you know, technical and mechanical and tactical things that we need to be aware of that we could do better. I'm not getting the sense that you're saying that we didn't do well. You're saying that we've no. done well, but there is room for in- improvement and that is attainable? A hundred percent. I mean, the reality is in every single sport, you see when people are on that, when they're on top, they go and reinforce. It's why the Kansas City Chiefs have just won the Super Bowl again. It's why the All Blacks dominated the way they did. It's why the Springboks dominate the way they do. Is that when you're at the top, when you're doing exceptionally well, that's when you double down on all of the basics. So that next time out, nobody can question whether we deserve to be there because we are there out of merit. Is Hugo Bruce the man to take us to the next level, you think? Or do we need to give him a break and get somebody else? Look, question marks over it. He has a contract until 2026. And having seen all of that he's done with this side, taking us from nowhere to almost making it to the World Cup and then making it to AFCON in third place, I would stick with him. I would see where this would go through to 2025. And if it doesn't work out, then maybe make a switch before the World Cup. Anthony Teixeira, as always, great talking to you, my brother. And uh, thank you very much for your time. Fantastic. Have a great evening, Aubrey. Anthony Teixeira, Eyewitness News sport reporter. wonder whether you agree. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts around that.